All right, guys, I hope you enjoy today's show because I have Kristen Schwartz of Realized Empath, formerly Realized Woman, coming to talk to everybody today about an empath. But what was cool about this is I resonate quite a bit with her message. Not only did we go to high school together, but I've watched her over the years develop into a beautifully um, loving woman whose mission today is to help everybody with the same things that she had to deal with herself. And it's beautiful. I hope you guys enjoy it. And please share, you know, maybe you don't uh, relate to somebody who's an empath yourself. Maybe you're not one, but I bet you know somebody who is. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to our show and thanks for joining us. This is Grateful Heart, the motivational Arizona real estate and business show. We're here to inspire you to believe in yourself, to dare to dream about your infinite and divine possibilities, to blow open your mind to creating your most abundant reality possible as our thoughts are so powerful. I found turning my own personal grief into gratitude raised my vibration to be in tune for receiving prosperity, health, and connecting to God's source. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. If you have any questions and are watching us live on our Facebook page, you can comment and we will do our best to answer while we are live on the show, so do not be shy. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you. Live from Phoenix, Arizona, it's the Grateful Heart Show with your host, Rebecca Rains. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart TV, bringing you another fun-filled episode. Today's guest is a guest that I go way back when with, I'm not kidding, when I say that I go way back when with Kristen Schwartz of Realized Empaths. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to talk with you today. So our listeners that are listening get to hear that Kristen and I actually went to the same high school together and we've known each other for over 30 years. Yes, we are that old. Holy cow. And today Kristen finds herself living across the country. Where are you living these days? I am in Georgia in Georgia. That is amazingly beautiful. I've never been, but it is on my list to go. What got you out to Georgia from Arizona, Kristen? Well, um, we started in Arizona and then my husband got a contract in New Jersey, actually. um, And we were there for a year. And then when it was time to go back to Arizona, by then my entire family had left the state. And so we were like, do we want to go back there or not? Hmm. Um, And my parents were living in Georgia. So, well, we had you sell our houses yes. um, <laughs> here um, until the market turned around and we ended up moving out here and just kind of trusting that it would all work out. And it did. Absolutely. It has. So Kristen, I asked you to be on the show today because I'm a huge believer that our internal happiness is definitely determined by our journey to healing. And you cannot, in my opinion, do very well successfully business-wise if you're still maybe hurting from some personal stuff. And I'm a big fan of yours, your website, your Instagram. I've been following you for years, not just because you're an ex-client and we went to high school together, but because I think you're an amazingly motivational woman. And I was hoping you could share with us, the first episode today is gonna be about you, your story, and then we're gonna go into some of the offerings you offer on your website, Realized Empath. So Kristen, tell us, how did you find out you were an empath And what is an empath for those listening that have no idea what the heck I'm talking about today? 
Right. So I came to the realization that I was an empath um, going on a little bit over six years ago. Um, what I call my dark night of the soul. I had a spiritual awakening. Um, and that happened due to the immense trauma and pain um, that I endured during childhood that I really hadn't addressed or really fully processed and felt. Um, so yeah, during that spiritual awakening, I just kind of opened myself up to seeing things differently. I was reading things differently. I was picking up on different information that I had read and seen before, but it meant something new to me. Resonated maybe uh, a little bit more with you at the time. Yeah. Like I would just open up a book or I would open up the internet and I would, these articles or things would come to me and it was like, they were answers that I'd always look for. Um, but I just, I don't think I, maybe I wasn't ready or I was just not open. Are you out of curiosity? Cause I hear spiritual awakening, deep night of the soul. Like you're just so singing my, my music that I love to hear about because I personally had my own spiritual awakening about the same time frame you did, maybe from different reasons. Do you mind sharing what that actually looked like? Because I think a lot of people throw that out there or they heard, they hear that term, but what does it really mean? What did you actually go through? What triggered it? And do you perhaps, yeah. do you mind sharing any of what that trauma was that you needed to release? Because I think so many people feel like they're on this journey alone. And to hear some of other people's stories can sometimes be a little bit um, empowering for them. Sure. Yeah, no problem. So um, I'll kind of go back into like a year before the actual, I call it the day that. Oh, you it, had a day. Wow. I had a day. Okay. Um, now it lasted after that original day for like two full years of processing. Um, but I started meditating and really understanding in my mind that something drastically needed to change. Okay. I did not know what I needed to do, but I've always been a doer, like searching. I'll try this next thing. I'll create this next business. I'll um, push myself harder. I, I thought if I could attain or build something amazing that I would be amazing, that would feel better and the pain would go away. Okay. Did um, that work for you? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> um, I, I had an amazing organic uh, baby clothing line um, back in 2005, six, seven, eight, uh -huh. And I hit all the benchmarks that you would think that I would be happy with. Um, and every time I hit that next huge goal, I was like, where's the joy? Like I was right. just searching for it. Um, so I started to kind of like take the spiritual path about seven years ago, meditating, um, reading books, Eckhart Tolle, all that stuff. I like Eckhart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I went into a meditation about six years ago. It would be six years ago this month, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yep. And I went into the meditation in prayer and I said, whatever's holding me back, I want you to bring it forward. Like I'm ready to feel it all. Um, I, I need to be free. What I didn't quite understand going into that meditation, um, how much God really believed that I could get through it because after that meditation, within an hour, I was rocking in the corner of the room and all the pain that I had held on to from childhood sexual abuse and bullying, everything just came front and center and I was feeling everything all at once. Were you in a room with other people at this time? Was this a guided meditation or, oh, you were by yourself? I was by myself. Okay. Yep. 
So um, by the end of that day, my husband drove me to the hospital. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, and then it took me a good, I was never diagnosed with anything. I was never put on any medication. I knew intuitively what was happening was exactly what I had prayed for. The release. But to my parents and to my friends it, and my husband, it was so scary. Um, and to me, it was scary. It was dark. So for a good year and a half, um, I processed 40 plus years of pain because the original trauma we go through as children or even young adults, it's almost like we store it in a backpack. Right. And as the years go on, it just accumulates. We're tra- re-traumatized. We're triggered. It never triggered. heals. So it mm-hmm. grows and grows and grows. So by the time we really go through like a spiritual awakening um, and we're called to heal it, we're healing 40 years of pain, not just that original trauma. Oh, so you mean that one little meditation of yours didn't just fix you overnight, huh? It took a good year yeah. and a half of yeah. of processing. And when we say processing, uh, that's that's a big word. And do you mind explaining for those who maybe haven't? May, I think a lot of us walk through this this lifetime, this experience. Maybe you know we yeah. all have our own stories. We all have our own burdens. We all have our own things. But most of us stuff it down, and then maybe we eat, or maybe we drink, or maybe we smoke, or we do all these other unhealthy things to kind of deal with the stuff that we are shoving down inside of us, right? That we don't want to look at. So basically, you opened up the book and you looked at it, and when you took a big hard look, everybody around you is like oh shit, what's going on with Kristen, right? Yeah. But you totally. had, but, but at least you put your fear behind you and you prayed for that experience. And then it was definitely sounds like very life-changing. But the sad yeah. thing though for you, it sounds like you were by yourself going through that. Did you have anybody to talk to at the time? Yeah, I mean, um, my family was all here, obviously were mm-hmm. great. My husband was great. Um, I reached out to different energy healers, therapists, and I had um, a team of amazing people around me to support me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I think too, because I intuitively knew what was happening was supposed to happen. Um, it was really interesting navigating the fear of others. Right. Um, where it was like, oh, th- something's not right. What can we do to fix this? Right. Um, where I was like, no, this, that's the whole reason why I'm in this pot. <laughs> because I thought if I just ignore it and shove it away or don't talk about it to my parents because I don't want to burden them. Right. Um, that's why I'm having to process it all now. So I had to navigate going, I know you're afraid, but I'm going to keep doing it the way I'm doing it. Um, I mean, I meditated multiple times a day. I was journaling constantly. Um, I had to question all the thoughts that came up. Um, I processed everything. I started writing and publishing articles, which was really healing um, because a lot of my pain, when I wanted to, you know, the adults or the other people involved in that pain, we think, well, I need to go to that person. And if right. they can hear me, then I'll be free. But a lot of times the people that we think we need to tell about our pain aren't available or willing or able to hear us. So writing and reaching out to just the world at large was very healing because then you have people, I had people messaging me going, oh my gosh, I totally understand what you're talking about. 
That's a um, that's an it's a crazy feeling when you have people reach out that are just so random out of the blue and, and they relate to your story. And I'm sure that did help heal you. And that's a journey that now you're sharing with so many others, which I think is amazingly beautiful. I hope you don't mind, Kristen. I want to take a quick commercial break. It'll only take a second and then we will be right back because I want to hear the rest of your story. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision and it deserves a strategic approach. My team and I provide a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score and help you qualify for the best rates and terms in the market. Visit us at tkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you can make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century already. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for your realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. However, my experience doesn't matter nearly as much as my clients' experience. I dare you to Google me. You'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Hi, my name is Rob Sell. I'm with Sell Home Inspections. Been doing home inspections in the Valley for about 20 years. I do a variety of home inspections from new builds, resale, commercial, multifamily units, fourplexes, duplexes, and even on up from there. I can be reached at 602-908-7355. Again, 602-908-7355. Thank you and I appreciate it and I look forward to hearing from you. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years? Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Lawyer's Title is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest group of title insurance underwriters, Lawyer's Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone, ask a realtor or loan officer today about using Lawyer's Title on your next real estate transaction. Lawyer's Title is a member of the Fidelity National Financial Family. Okay, we're back from break already. Look at that. It wasn't that long of a break. Kristen, we're back with you. I don't know, Fry, if you can show me Kristen's beautiful face on our screen. For those that are listening, not watching, I have Kristen Schwartz with Realized Empath on TV with me right now, sharing with me her story of what an empath is, how she discovered she was an empath. And last where we left off, husband had just taken her to the hospital and was like, oh my gosh, what is going on with my wife, right? So yeah. let's finish that part of the story. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, so here's the thing that's kind of cool. Um, I had already done a lot of spiritual work. Um, and also I was trained, I have my master's in counseling. And so, mm -hmm. um, left brain, right? Reasoning. I knew exactly what was happening. And so even when I talked to a professional, I was like, no, this isn't, I could actually, how do, how do I say this? Like, like you're so self-aware. Like I yeah. knew exactly what was happening, even though it looked scary. So, um, yeah, but it took me about a year and a half. And still I say that it's not like after a year and a half, I was, it was, I was you're done. Fixed. You're just done. But, no, no, no. Um, so even now, um, I had to create a whole new lifestyle right? Uh, that is centered around healing and I do it every single day. Self-care. Life completely different. Yeah. Absolute huge is to do the whole self-care aspect of it. So yeah. Yeah, during, so that was six years ago, you had the, the one session that basically triggered it all and you just kept basically crumbled down. I had a wonderful guest just recently when I started reading um, some of your information, it so resonated because she's also an author. We're going to talk about your book in the second half of our show for sure. And she said, uh, she had a saying on last week's episode, it was basically you have to tear it all down to build it back up right and I, it sounded like I pictured you in the corner crumbled down crying about everything that you were releasing and that was the crumble down and so let's hear about what you built back up after the crumble oh my gosh sure oh where do I start um obviously um my business is part of it but in terms of building myself back up um I had to rebuild how how I saw myself and who I actually was, not just understanding my value spiritually as, you know, as a spiritual being, um, but understanding too how my brain functions and works because of trauma mm -hmm. uh, and how the brain actually is <clears throat> altered when you are traumatized. And so how you process and take in information in the world is different. Um, so, understanding that and getting a really better understanding of who I am and how I operate um, allowed me to like release so much shame. Right. Because shame is just like this vicious cycle in trauma where we're traumatized and then um, we're sh we pick up coping mechanisms. Right. Right. And you talked about that earlier. Yeah. Our coping mechanisms that help us survive as children or even young um, adolescents are the things that actually end up traumatizing others and re-traumatizing us okay. as adults. Okay. So shame, we're traumatized. We get coping mechanisms, um, unhealthy coping mechanisms, mm -hmm. and then we're shamed by others and ourselves for those coping mechanisms. And what does shame do? It re-traumatizes us, which draws us back into the coping mechanisms. Right. So it's like this ongoing cycle. Vicious um, cycle vicious cycle shame mm -hmm. just a it's there's just no purpose um for shame at all it does no no one any good um so anyways so i had to i rebuild not only how i saw myself spiritually and had to really um settle into my uh my worth right worthiness mm -hmm. beyond what i create or anything else um and then i had really had had to build a deeper understanding um, of how my brain works because of trauma and release all that shame attached to that. So. Out of curiosity, are you a fan of Dr. Joe Dispenza? Huge fan 
of Dr. Joe Dispenza. I am like, too. Read, bought the meditations that went along with the book, have done the meditations. Like, I got to yeah. see him last year in Sedona right before COVID hit and shut everything down. So I was in one of his last seminars, like an all day. So listening to you talking about how your brain's wired is yeah. completely in line with his belief system and his meditations are another way of healing. And, and you keep referring to meditation. I, I have had many guests on this show that believe in the meditation practice and help people along with their meditation practice, because a lot of people don't even know where to start when it comes to meditation, right, at all. And I know that anybody watching today, if they resonate at all with any of the story that you shared about being empathic, which I don't even know that we came full circle yet to what is an empath and how did you discover you were one? Yeah. So um, an empath is someone who feels the emotions of others within their own being. Um, so a, a highly sensitive person, now an empath is highly sensitive, but a highly sensitive person is not always an empath. Correct. Um, so being highly sensitive, we have more mirror neurons in our brain so we can pick up on the little nuances and subtleties of someone's body language, or we can feel what they're feeling based on watching them, where an empath actually feels the emotions of another person. Um, yeah. So. so would you say that an empath is somebody who's maybe intuitively connected with source because how do you pick up the feelings of somebody else or actually feel them if you're not somehow connected do you, does that I'm, I'm hoping i'm i'm making the question yeah. no, make you sense. know what that's that is a beautiful analogy um here's the thing about for sure um obviously there's more science now about impasse yeah. than there has been it's getting um there's getting more there's more and more studies um, but it's still kind of a gray area, which is cool um, in that we really need to trust our own perception and our own bodies mm -hmm. um, to really have a little bit more um, confidence in how we experience the world. But science is um, tapping into it, which is cool to watch. Well, it's super awesome. And let me see. I wanted to go to, so five years you've been with the company Realized Empaths, right? So let's yeah. talk about, you had a one day moment of whoosh, everything came crumbling down. Did you have yeah. a one day moment where you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so good right now. Now I need to help the world feel good. I'm, I'm assuming that's what kind of happened for you. Cause I know that's kind of what started Grateful Heart for me. So yeah. I, that's why I have to ask if that was the same. Yeah. So what ended up happening is when I first started out, it was Realized Woman. Oh. Um, and I was kind of like creating that during the beginning of healing um, because I always knew that um, creating was very healing for me. Like I sure. had this energy inside of me. Um, but what ended up happening during as I went um, and got deeper into my healing was I felt more confident in owning my sensitivity. Um, and so it switched over from realized woman to realized empath. So it was like the the more I stepped into my fullness, the mm -hmm. more my business stepped in to so, who I think it was. You said a magic word just now, sensitivity. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is a magic word. I One of my dearest friends I'm the closest to, she is incredibly empathic. She hates being around crowds. She 
freaks out anytime I take a trip because she's so worried about what's going to happen to me when I'm gone on this trip, right? And just recently, she started new employment. And I already warned her that I was probably going to talk about her today, and please, no offense, because I think you could really help her with her challenges that she experiences because she doesn't have somebody like you to share some of the experiences. And that really understands. I, I pretend to understand, but I don't really understand because I don't walk the same path. Uh, so the sensitivity word, like it takes me sometimes a moment to get to where I'm going, but I'm here now. So the sensitivity word, she hates being called sensitive. But I'll tell you, Kristen, I am yeah. very type A and I've been accused of not being sensitive enough. And so I look at her sensitivity as something very beautiful, and I wish sometimes I could slow down and be more sensitive and maybe be a little bit more empathic. It's different than being sympathetic with my clients or colleagues. Um, And so I look at it as a wonderful attribute, but she looks at it as something very negative, and I'm sure that's something that you commonly deal with with the patients that you help. Yeah, absolutely. So... That's why um, when I talk about or I'm going to use the word sensitive online, sometimes I'll interchange highly perceptive. um, I like that. Because there is this negative connotation. And that just comes from a society, let's just be honest, um, that we're just a bunch of traumatized human beings walking around. (laughs) We are. Other people's feelings down because we can't, we, our backpacks are full. We got enough of our stuff. I can't deal with your feelings too. Um, and so children or, or people who don't understand that they're highly sensitive or they're, they're, they grew up in um, families that don't understand what that is. Mm-hmm. We can be told things like, it's not that big of a deal. You're too sensitive. Like all the things that are meant to shame us into silence, but really it's not about the person who's being called too sensitive. It's about the person who's saying those words who doesn't have the space to right. hold anybody else's feelings because they are overcome by their own. The backpack is too full. Or, or a the lot back- of times I'll use like the coffee cup is overfloweth, you know, I mean, you can only take so much. And so he, I, I've said it many times just in the last few days, I have a firm belief that hurt people hurt people. So yes. as long as we keep going around without healing ourselves, how are we going to be there for others? We can't, we really can't. Right. Yeah. And so this, I, I, I believe personally that there's many more empathetic people out there that are empaths than they realize. And they're just, you know, self-soothing with different things. Um, and in the meantime, they don't feel maybe empowered. And that's really what I'm hoping by the end of today's two shows that we are going to record, that somebody like my good friend can watch and listen and get something out of it that makes her dealing with life you know like you said it right there shaming i could totally picture her family and it's not it's not that they were purposely shaming it was just they didn't understand right Right. and and so the more people that understand what being an empath means the more we can possibly heal so again I, i i do kind of wonder so as you're going through healing yourself and you started woman well realized woman and then it switched to realized empath was there just a day was there what or what did you just decide because if you were able to heal yourself it was time to then you know pay it forward or what was your thought process then Kristen you know Rebecca I interesting question um and here's the thing though that's true is I started this, right? When I switched over from realized woman to realized empath, like realized woman was still kind of attached to 
um, this drive in me to prove my worthiness. Like, oh, if I can create something and be successful, then that means I'm worthy of love or peace or whatever else I was searching for. Right. Right. But when I went into Realize Empath, my intention changed. It was more about healing myself. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I'm making my mess my message. And if it inspires other people, great. Mm -hmm. But it really wasn't for other people. It was for me. And then, but that's what I've always heard. I don't know if you've heard that, but when you really step into fully who you are, the people will find you that resonate, right? But it wasn't, the intention was not to create something that would help a bunch of people or... You were still working on helping yourself. Yeah. Fair to say, right? Right. Yeah. And so it just kind of like transitioned. um, And it still does. Like it still is. It's still growing. And... um, Well, you've grown it a lot in five years. I am super impressed. You know, I was totally stalking you this morning as I was prepping for the show and going on your social media and going on your website. And there's a lot of really cool stuff. I haven't even slipped over to there yet. So I think this is a perfect time to do your real intro. So here's the screen um, for ID Mind scrolling or uh, making it. Thank you, sir. Uh, let's see. Realized empath from surviving to thriving. And I said I was going to play this. Let's see how this turns out. Um, Kristen, can you see my screen? That's not yeah. you, by the way, if anybody was wondering. But this was your song. So the reason why I'm putting that there is because when I was on your website this morning, checking this out, surviving to thriving, the realized empath from hiding to healing. And what was so cool when I read this, you wrote, I'm a survivor. Think Beyonce song. I've got what I call big trauma in my past. Who doesn't? I discovered the darkest parts were the path to my purpose and tapping into my creative power freed my spirit. I absolutely love that. So I guess I could stop playing Beyonce now. Let me <laughs> let me pause that. Thank you. And let me go back up here to your website is just realizedempath.com, correct? Correct. And then uh, this part I thought was really cool, and I'm sure you can read it yourself, Kristen. This is from your website. Do you mind sharing your um, this this message with the with whoever's listening? Because some people do listen to the show instead of just watch. Sure. Have you ever thought to yourself, "I wish I could set boundaries and confidently uphold them"? Oh, is that the one? That's what you want me to read, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Why do I feel overwhelmed around people? I do so much for everyone and feel like no one shows up for me. How can I feel more confident around people? I wish I didn't rely so much on people validating my experience. I wish I knew the difference between my feelings and what I'm picking up from others. Wow. I'm not alone. You're not alone. Not even close to being alone. So uh, it looks like you've got a special approach. Do you mind sharing that with, with the listeners? Sure. For an empath and highly sensitive, perceptive person to thrive, we must embrace self-healing. I created Realize Empath to support the specific healing needs of the empath and the highly sensitive person. Through self-awareness, we see our blocks. We learn to release what we perceive by healing our pain. By acknowledging our needs, we begin to trust and deepen intuition. By implementing boundaries, we feel safer in a high-definition world. Awesome. And so it looks like you've got, you mentioned this earlier, master's in counseling, and you had gotten that before all of this started. So you were already on a path to helping others. I was. That's what's so cool to look back um, is 
I was always on the path that I needed to be on. It's just that um, trauma and coping and fear and just um, immense pain kind of like would take me on little detours off to the side, right? And then I'd circle back to my to my path. Um, but yeah, I mean, I knew that I wanted to work in psychology or mental health um, by eighth grade. But here's the thing is my decision to go into psychology was because of the pain that I had already endured up to eighth eighth grade. grade. Yep. I remember thinking as a child, if I can just go to school and understand people's minds, then I will understand why they hurt me. Mm. Right. So it was like, as a child, I was still making decisions based on the pain that I had already, you know, wit or experienced. Right. Um, but when I look at my spiritual journey, like it was all on purpose. It was all on purpose because I I think unless you have a good story to tell, and it sounds like we both do, you don't really recognize or the ability to help others. If you haven't already shown them the way, like how did you heal yourself is, Mm -hmm. is, is, why people want to listen to you and learn so much. So that's why I was so impressed this morning because you've really developed quite a social media following, which I think is super cool. Um, and I, we're already getting to the end of our first show. We're going to wrap into show number two, where we're going to really deep dive into all of your offerings, which is a ton of stuff that you offer to help people that are maybe just now recognizing that they're suffering from some trauma, some healing they need to do. And a lot of what you're talking about, about being an empath resonates. Uh, I, I sure hope my girlfriend will listen to both episodes and and I hope maybe even seek you out for help herself just to talk to somebody else who gets it. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get it and I'm learning like with everybody else. So with that said, I saw on your Instagram, Kristen, that you have a link tree that has links to all kinds of stuff, which I'll share with the next episode. But for somebody who's maybe catching this first show and they want more Kristen and they can't wait until next week's show drops, what would you say to them? Where do they need to go for more information? Yeah, so uh, they can go to realizedimpath.com and services are listed there or my Instagram, um, like you said, the link tree. So I do one-on-one sessions. Um, I do a group course, which I'm actually um, on week two right now with uh, clients. I do up to 10 clients um, in my group course. Um, And then I do, I usually do retreats one a year, but because of COVID, that's kind of like on the side burner for now, but I'm sure it'll yeah. be back soon. We're get, at least yeah. here in Arizona, we're starting to definitely open up quite a bit. So I know you were in Sedona. Was it last year when you did your last retreat? Uh, yeah. Was it last year? I think that was 2019. So it might've been two, two years ago. Like, I, yeah. I remember looking yeah. at it, wanting yeah. to go and, and I didn't make it for that one. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us your story, Kristen. For those of you guys that are listening and watching, please tune into next week's show because we're going to talk about all of the more technical things. So if being an empath might be where you think you might have some work to do, make sure you check out show number two. Thank you again, Kristen and Realized Empaths. We will see you next week. Take care. Thank you so much. Okay, guys, that was a fantastic show with Kristen Schwartz of Realized Empath. 
If you'd like to call her direct, her phone number is 480-674-0774. She's on Instagram at Realized Empath, same with Facebook. You can also just go to her website at realizedempath.com. Her business number is also available, but quite honestly, it seems to me like you'll get more Kristen than anything if you just go check her out on Instagram because she's got a ton of followers there, a ton of content there, and she's definitely who you want to listen to if you have any issue with being out in crowds or dealing with people's energy or, God forbid, you're codependent like I used to be. I hope you enjoy. Thank you. What a great show, and thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv for all of our links to connect with us. Otherwise, we'll have another show for you again right here next Monday at 11 a.m. Arizona time. I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. I'm on vacation every single day, every, every single day.